Good morning, it's May 1st. This is Two Malleable Friends. How many times have we heard the United States needs to start catching up to other countries when it comes to things like math and science? How many times do we have to be told that our students are falling behind in the world? According to the National Science Board's Elementary and Secondary STEM Education Report, the United States is falling behind many of our global competitors. We now rank 25th out of 37 countries in mathematics and 7th out of 37 countries in science. Only 34% of our 8th graders and 41% of our 4th graders were at or above average in mathematics. Only 35% of 8th graders and 36% of 4th graders were at or above average in science. Now these numbers should scare all of us because these are the two subjects that are most important in developing new technologies and keeping the United States up with other nations. But we seem to have forgotten all of this in the name of equity. And I say equity, not equality. Equality is when everyone starts at the same position, but equity is where people involved in something try to ensure that everyone gets to the same goal at the same time. That would be like saying that in a 100-meter dash, we would have to slow down the fastest runner so that all could cross the finish line together. This way, nobody feels like they didn't get a reward. But it appears that in the drive to bring equity to the education system, we're dumbing down the coursework. Algebra is considered by the Department of Education as a gatekeeper course to future success in math. The department says, and I'm going to quote them, taking Algebra 1 before high school, such as 8th grade, can set students up for a foundation of STEM education and open the door for various college and career options, end quote. But that didn't stop San Francisco from dropping 8th grade Algebra in 2014 in the name of reducing inequities. The idea was to boost minority achievement and the school district They've claimed success, but parents are starting to figure out that this is not serving their children well, and so a group that calls themselves San Francisco Guardians are, not fighting back, are now fighting back on this woke policy and demanding that algebra be offered to students in the 8th grade. They say that for San Francisco not, not to offer 8th grade algebra is particularly embarrassing given the district's location in the shadow of Silicon Valley, and most other Bay Area schools offer the course. So why did San Francisco school system drop algebra from the 8th grade? They did it in the name of reducing inequities. They say this would claim minority achievement was higher, but their system of measuring that achievement is a bit suspect. They were claiming that this improvement was based on reducing repeat rates for Algebra 1. But because it abolished the test requirement, there's no way to know if these students learned anything. Tom Loveless, a former Brookings Institution Fellow and Education Researcher, and I should point out Brookings is a more liberal think tank in Washington, D.C. He looked at the data and found the claims for progress didn't hold up. He concluded that the district's public relations spin, quote, diverts attention from the harsh reality that San Francisco's unified school district is headed in the wrong direction on equity, end quote. They're not really educating these students, just passing them along and saying they took the classes. And this problem's not unique to San Francisco. It's creeping all over California. There's an effort in California to dumb down math from kindergarten to the senior year in high school. The California Department of Education would move more advanced math classes from the state's middle schools to high schools to make math more equitable to students of all levels. And there's that pesky word again, equitable. And now those involved in STEM education, they're starting to fight back as well. Over 1,800 of them have signed a letter stating they're alarmed at the current proposal to fight achievement gaps in math being pushed by progressives in the Golden State. In their letter, they make the points that it should be made nationwide. Quote, there cannot be a one-size-fits-all approach to K-12 mathematical education. Students should be offered multiple pathways and timelines to explore mathematics. 
but one of these pathways should be the option to obtain the fundamental preparation for college-level STEM, including algebra, calculus, and logical reasons. Students should have the opportunity to take these classes at varying grade levels of middle and high school when they are ready so that they acquire the tools to explore other STEM options and can build their proficiency in a balanced pacing, avoiding irresponsible comprehension late in high school." End quote. Well, guess what? They're right, but the progressives on the left are tone deaf to their pleas. They view equity as more important than achievement. And it's not just in elementary and secondary schools. Now we have colleges and universities saying they won't require SAT or ACT scores. They will no longer be a standard to measure academic achievement. Students in colleges are demanding they be given good grades. Some of you may recall that earlier this year, the preeminent professor in organic chemistry was forced into retirement because students said his class was too hard. Forget that this is a major class admittance to medical school. In Fairfax County, where I spent most of my life, we had administrators of Thomas Jefferson School for Science and Technology not telling students they'd been named National Merit Scholars because that would make some other students feel bad. This is the equity that progressives want. They want a dumbed-down education in society so that everyone feels they're equal. We cannot have difficult classes because some students might feel less because they, they can't succeed in them. As a nation, we're succumbing to this idea that everything has to be based on some form of equity. Corporate decisions should be based on diversity and not merit. People should be hired based on gender and race and not merit. The losers of that type of scenario are all of us. No longer will we reward hard work and effort. The most outlandish example of this is the Biden administration implementing a policy where those with good credit, you know, the ones that paid their bills on time, will pay more for a mortgage so that those that ignored bills and deadlines and have bad credit can get a mortgage for less. And I'm going to talk about that later this week. Everyone who thinks dumbing down the schools and rewarding bad behavior, raise your hands. But remember, we're the losers on this. The United States is falling behind in education, and we need to start rewarding merit, and letting kids take the tough classes. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.